Waking Up with... <laughs> Shivraj Prashad, your host on Good Morning Grammar. Now this show is really all about you. If you hear someone using poor grammar, pronunciation or just enunciating ideas poorly, instead of being rude and correcting them, just turn them over to our Good Morning Grammar experts. Good morning everyone. Today I want to talk about the bane of every reader's existence. The passive voice versus the active one. Now, why is it that when we speak, we speak in the active voice and when we write, we write in the passive voice? When I coach people and most of my clients say that they find it tough to stick to the point, I have a very simple tip. Keep it short and keep it simple. Use short words and short phrases. Even when we were broadcasting, we were told that we only had 90 seconds to tell our story and couldn't lapse into long sentences. You really can only do that if you use the active voice versus the passive voice. So what is the active voice and what is the passive voice? Very simply, in a sentence using the active voice, the subject of the sentence performs the action expressed in the verb. In a sentence using the passive voice, the subject is acted upon. For example, in the active voice's case, the police officer arrested the man. The police officer here is a subject of the sentence and is performing the action of arresting. Passive voice. The man was arrested by the police officer. The man is a subject of the sentence but he is not performing the action of arresting. The passive voice often tempts the writer to omit the identity of the actor, therefore producing a fuzzy, truncated passive like this. A copy of every action letter shall be sent to the clerk of the administrative office for entry and filing and a memorandum briefly describing the action letter shall be distributed to each commissioner within three days thereafter. Remember, you heard from Sanam Singh last Monday who said that lawyers always lapse into this long writing form and that now it's all about keeping it simple. So using the passive voice in this example that I just read out leaves a lot of questions. Who is supposed to send the copy to the clerk? Who is supposed to write the memorandum? Who is supposed to distribute the memorandum? We can't tell because the writer used the truncated passive to hide the actor. So a tip in general, when you speak and when you write, use the active voice in your writing and in your speaking. Now is there an exception, a good reason to use the passive voice? Yes, there are some common good reasons. Let me point out just two. Sometimes you may not want to name the actor because you want to play down the actor's role in the event. For instance, maybe the actor is your client. For example, when the lights went out, several punches were thrown. Sometimes you may not know who did the acting. For example, during the following six months, the fence wire was cut on nine separate occasions. Those are just rare instances and notice you're really confusing issues there again, almost knowingly. So how do we work around this? Here are a few steps and a little tough love for shunning that bad habit of keeping your listeners or readers guessing and bored. Let's begin with why you should use the active voice. The active voice is more concise. For example, the dog chased the cat. Five words. Versus the passive voice. The cat was chased by the dog. Seven words. The active voice is 
often stronger than the passive voice. For example, judges must explain the reasons behind their decisions. Versus, the reasons behind their decisions must be explained by judges. I'm often asked, what do we do when we convert our speaking voice into the written form? And I know that's a problem because very often I'm very clear in my thoughts where when I start writing an email or writing a proposal, I get really caught up. So here are some very simple tricks. Short, punchy sentences are particularly powerful techniques for beginning paragraphs. Even sentences within paragraphs should not exceed two or three lines. Strive for rhythm and cadence. Vary your short sentences with an occasional longer sentence. Simply combine two short sentences in the middle of your paragraph to relieve the tedium of too many choppy sentences. <laughs> and at the risk of sounding repetitive, it's about the active voice and not the passive one. Confused much? Don't be. Just write in to me or send me a voice message and we'll address your issue. The details will follow after this. Until then, see you next Monday for another episode of Good Morning Grammar. You too can feature on any episode by sending in your request or feedback with a voice message on WhatsApp on plus nine one nine six two five four seven five double four two or via email at shivraj at brevis.in. We'd be happy to read out your message here or even play it on an entire Friday special episode. Have a good day and stay tuned for another fresh episode of Good Morning Grammar.